out of the book of Psalms. I chose Psalm 51. I've been looking at that and probably everyone would know that psalm as well as Psalm 23 in a way. It's the psalm that that David wrote after his sin of that everyone knows about and he was a man after God's own heart. He was known as that and, and he was that. But look what happened. Even his friend, even his best friend had him tried to cover up. And we all know the story. Nathan, the prophet, came to him and said, you're like a man that took a little lamb from a man that didn't have nothing but that little lamb. You have all of them. King David, (laughs) a thousand wives. But he had to do what he did. And how did he do that? Why did he do that? How did he know not that that was wrong? Well, sure he did. He hardened his heart. He had to. So in Psalm 51, this is after Nathan came to him. If he wasn't, if he, if King David didn't have pride of some kind, Nathan wouldn't have come to him, wouldn't have had to come to him. It was something King David wasn't facing. But he starts out and says, I think what he learned from all of that, what happened, because he had apparently not faced up to it with God because Nathan the prophet came and told him what happened. And in King David, instead of saying, oh, that's me, I knew it. When you, oh, no, I don't have any, a man that would do that. Bring him here. Uh, we'll execute him is what he was saying. And that's where Nathan said, you're him. You've done that. And when then he repented. I acknowledge my sin against you and you only. I noticed that when I, you look. And you'd think, well, King David was saying, well, I've sinned against God, but it doesn't matter. Uriah and Bathsheba and the family and my friend. It doesn't matter. No, he wasn't saying that at all. But I think he's saying what that he forgot was that, when you break, to put it simply or, or rudely, murder, thou shalt not murder. Well, that's God's law. It doesn't matter who you murder. Uh, you're not supposed to do that, especially instant blood. And so King David, he was guilty of murdering Uriah and having an adulterous affair with, not an affair even, probably against her will, with Bathsheba. So what did he do? What, who was he? Against God, you don't cover things. You can't. You know he knows. And King David, a man after God's own heart, knew that. So he knew, but he learned from this experience, I believe, like he says over here in this same psalm, obviously, he says, renew a right spirit within me. Don't take the joy of my salvation away. And then I'll teach those that trend and sinners what I've learned from that. Open my lips and I'll show forth your praise because you don't desire sacrifice. The sacrifice you desire is a broken spirit and a broken and contrite heart. That's what he 
after Nathan confronted him, he had two choices. Kill Nathan, which he could have done, but he repented, and it broke him. And so it's obvious he had a pride that was, he learned that, and put it this way. Like the Lord said, if you love me, you'll love others, you, and you will forgive them. I forgive. So if you, against God, if you don't see, if what he's saying is, I should have realized I committed, I broke God's law primarily. That has to be dealt with. Then if I deal with and love him and he forgives me, then then yeah, you're going to be right with Uriah or, or your friends or family. But if you make it about them first and set the love of God aside, and it's easy to do in the way that, well, he he's dead. You know, he can handle that. And, and I've got to handle And I'm not saying we don't care, but King David, he wouldn't have said, oh, I didn't know it sinned against God. He would say, oh, I know I did. And God would say, you sinned against me when you thought of it before you did it. So I believe it's just common sense here that he's saying it broke me down to think that I could do this evil in the sight of God and not be found out because he, as it were, tried to cover and do this or that or not or what. How did he cover it with Bathsheba? He would have been reduced. Forgive me. I did wrong. I shouldn't have done this. Now we can only do whatever. And so then with God, though, he didn't do that because I believe he's saying in this Psalm 51, it's all my sin. Uh, Not just that one, but that one in particular, this evil, it was against you. And I acknowledge that against you and you only. So you say, well, no, God, if you sin against another person and hurt them on purpose or don't forgive them on purpose, and that's where the Lord says when people push you and push you and push you and you break down and stumble with me and actually have, you know, unrighteousness and hate, then he says there in Luke... uh, that's in Matthew 18 and the other gospel, is the person that pushed you would be better off for them to tie a rocker and throw themselves overboard than when I judge them. So the person that, to whom little given, a lot given, and little required, a lot required. And that can be positive or negative. Gave you a lot to have to handle, and you were pushed over. But... When a person does it on purpose, and I have done that, I've known people do that, and I think where all of a sudden it it's kind of tedious, but when you're talking about love and the love of God and this and that and forgiveness, well, you got to forgive everybody. You can't have resentment toward it, and that's true. But then when somebody says, well, I can do that, I do that. Oh, really? Uh, and almost the thing within a human nature is mean in, oh, we'll see about that. And they go up and and slap the person. In the, well, now you're going to get mad and cuss me out. No, I forgive you. You know, I don't like you slapping me, but I love you and I forgive you. You don't know what you're doing. Well, how long is that going to last? That's like the Lord saying, you just keep doing that and doing that to one of these that believe in me and are humble and meek and mild like a little child. If you don't become like that and they weren't, 
They were kicking the kids out of the way to get to him to find out who was greatest. And he was saying, the little kid there will be in the kingdom greatest before you. So they had a pride that I think, and, and it to me, with King David, he had that, and he acknowledges it here in Psalm 51. I'm broken down. My problem was I didn't see God as the primary one that we sin against. So I was looking at this, trying to, for my own self, <laughs> not, I don't know how to put it, but, but you help yourself convince yourself that you're no, and you need to do what's right, and why can't you? And you can, but even after, you, I thought for the longest time I couldn't even do it. But then now I find that, well, but it comes back. So how do you do better and abound more in what little fruit you do have? And I think King David here is saying the answer to me was because it's not between me and God. He's saying just me and you. Paul's saying just the fact of being appearing before him in judgment, we'll all be judged, every one of us. That means, if you, the best I could look at it, Every one of you will stand there before him, just you and him. And then he will say, you've sinned against me. Well, no, I sinned against Uriah. I had him killed. And adultery. no, but I made them. You hurt them. You killed one. And look at this. You made her do what maybe she did. And, and uh, so you've sinned against me. I think King David is saying, I learned that, that had I done that first up, I wouldn't have had the pride. I would have at first admitted, I've done this, I've done it, and confess it, but he chose to hide it. And do we not kind of do sometimes the same? We won't acknowledge to our, I'm speaking for my own self, like King David said, and break me, and what you will accept is a broken spirit. That's what you'll accept. And that's all that that I and I didn't do that. I, I wasn't aware. If you love the Lord with all your heart and you do wrong against him, you and you sin against him, and I, I don't know, maybe other people not, but I'd be tempted back when, I, well, I'm not sinning against the Lord. I did so-and-so wrong. I hurt their feelings. Well, they belonged to him. Well, I didn't do it to him. No, like he said about in general, you did it to me. I'm them, they're mine. And so against you, against God, if you looked at it that way, that's the great commandment. You don't try to keep it by keeping all the ten, like plates spinning on the poles. <laughs> well, I got all ten, I'm kept. Do I qualify now for the great commandment? It, that is backwards. You And he says that. You love me with all your heart. That takes care of the law, James says. You, you've kept the law, Paul says. If you love him, and have his love in you operating that way. And King David was before being born again, and but he knew the power of the Spirit, if anybody did, and he did. But that's what he, even he, a man of God, after God's own heart, failed, I think, to see it's all about God. It's all about fearing God, not what man can do or think but God and God only. Because if you fix that and you are right with him, you're right with everybody else. It doesn't matter. You don't, 
make it all right with God by making it right with all them. I know that's kind of how we're taught to be. You learn your ABCs and then you learn words or something like that. But no, with him, you just learn love God with all your heart. Then it, that, that's the issue. That's the issue. And if you set that aside, like the Lord said, you'll set aside the love of God because it's too hard. And, and you'll think this other matters, but it won't. And King David was saying, and Solomon's everything I had, richest, this, most powerful, but I sinned against God in my own pride and fall and, and became a fool. And that's the evil that, that I think King David realized when Nathan came to him. And you'd say, well, that was a horrible day. King David, I think, would say, no, best day of my life because it broke me down it made me realize it's all about him and everything we do against each other is against him lost or saved he made everybody loves everybody we're going to take his place and judge them and hurt them then we're doing it to him and to not see that is pretty easy to well you know i'm not against god i'm against him. well and it's not taking into account all that he says. And King David was forced to take it all into account. He really was when it came right down to it. Uh, and then he wrote Psalm 51. Have mercy on me, O God. Blot out all my sin. Wash me thoroughly. Even the sin of pride that I didn't think you knew, but well, whatever. Oh, I don't know. See, if you really, really just you and God, I I think a person pretty quick would he and judgment and just me and you. Well, let me no. There's no helplines. There's no attorneys. There's no defense witness or nothing. Just me and you. You violated my law here, here, not or what, and didn't make it right with me. You didn't repent. You could have, but you didn't. So now is the time for that. That's what Paul's saying. I'm trying. I'm begging you to do that now. And when people push us over the edge, we can take heart at least in what he says about those that cause a little one to offend and stumble. They'll be judged lightly and and still be judged. But, well, you get probation. They get 20 years. Well, see... He would know why you did what you did. He'd say, if you hadn't done that to them, they wouldn't have done that and and blame me for a moment there. And so now I have to talk to them about that. You've hurt me. And your problem was, I think it can be put in, King David say, put it in one sentence. You've got to realize you sinned against God when you sinned, not against who, why, when, and where. You sinned against God. It will be broken breaking one of his his that's the problem you go to him and say i've sinned against you i need you to forgive me and that will as it were take care of the rest and i appreciate you listening to this program